Broken Fuse video game podcast. It's been way too long since we've had an episode. Uh, it's uh, well, September 5th, uh, 2011. Yeah, our last uh, episode was back uh, the week of E3, if you can believe it or not. It's been quite a while. Uh, today we have uh, Harley Wang back on our uh, podcast panel. Hello, everyone. And always here as usual. It's Marcus Lai, me. Uh, what have you been playing recently? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't really been playing a lot of games recently because, as you, well, you guys know this, but like my, my internet basically it, it just sucks right now. Like right now on Skype, I get like two bars. So oh, I, I don't know how my call quality is, but it must be pretty bad. Uh, so I've been I've been sticking to League, but I'm, my ping is like. 600 plus, so I can't really do anything. So I kind of stopped playing that. Just sticking to kind of playing some games on my DS and 3DS. Nothing, nothing serious, nothing major. Oh, I bought I bought a UFC 2010 because nice. uh, it after the price drop. But uh, I just I haven't been playing online or anything. I just did the uh, whatever the the campaign mode or yeah whatever. But uh, it's alright, it's not really a game that you play all at once, but you just kind of play whenever you feel like it. There's no there's no continuity to it, but it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, for me, it's uh, I've been getting back from holidays for about two months, so I've been kind of playing more a lot more handheld than console for a well, while. Well, you should mention yeah. that it's holidays without yeah. internet. Yeah. <laughs> or really shitty internet, that's what you had. Yeah, so I've been playing the heck out of Ocarina when I have a chance, when I actually get a chance when I'm not trying to get catch up on sleep. And for the past uh, weekend, I've been playing a bit of Bioshock 1 and uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. So that's what's been on my gaming plate for the last little while. And yeah, I guess we'll... And we have polls. Uh, our first one of our first polls that we've had for pretty much a whole summer, which is uh, which was your favorite video game, classic uh, retro video game console. At the first place, one that we have is uh, the N64 coming in at forty one percent, and the next one coming up is uh, the NES at twenty seven percent. The SNES at 24%, the Sega Genesis and Dreamcast each getting 4% of the votes, and pretty much every other retro console didn't get any other votes besides uh, other ones. So, uh, yeah. And uh, Steve Jobs uh, uh, stepped down from uh, the CEO from Apple uh, pretty recently, so what do you think of that? I I think that's like. It's like, well, first, let's go back to the polls. I'll tell you the reason why the N64 is the best uh, or, like, the highest-voted retro system is because, like, most of the people on our site, like, most of the people are about the same age group as us, right? And, like, yeah. we kind of, like, we kind of grew up, like, okay, we didn't grow up in that, that N64 era, but, like, 
we were old enough when we were old enough to play video games. The N sixty four was like the newest shit around. So like, like that that to us is like kind of what childhood is. So like that, that's why it's probably top rank. I mean, Genesis two. I'm surprised it's so low because the Genesis is all over the place as well. But like the the NES NES uh, like those are kind of before our time and. Yeah. Like I, I didn't get my like I didn't play the NES until after I played the N sixty four. So like my first system, well my first system was the PS one, the the the, uh, the the small PlayStation whatever, and, and, and after that was the N sixty four. I still have my N sixty four, but after the N sixty four, I played some NES games. So like like for me, the, the, like out of these choices, N sixty four, and I'm pretty sure for other people in our age group, it's more or less the same thing. That's yeah. probably why it's like voted number one, but yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely surprised that none of the Sega, like the Genesis, the Dreamcast, or any of the other Sega consoles even was ranked that low at 4% each for the ones that yeah. actually cracked any votes at all. And yeah. Well, no, like, well. Like, like what? No, but like, like, uh, hold on. Okay, so like the Dreamcast, I, I don't even know if it should be considered a retro system because, like, it's like a. Oh, it came out in what PS2 era? Or is uh, it like? Uh, it's, like it's around two thousand ish. It, it it's pretty. Mo- it's fairly modern actually, but like a lot of people didn't get the Dreamcast at all. Like it, it didn't. It kind of died out as soon as it came out. So, yeah. Yeah. As uh, Laffer says, oh, it's like pretty much the same time as uh, PS2 came out, so it's a relatively more modern so, so what system. It, what it, hold on, hold on. What would Laffer play as a kid? <laughs> what was your first system? Let's look for a response and see if he responds. Like, like before the NES. Atari 2600. It's like before, way before time. I, I don't even know how to. I don't even know where in the timeline that is. It's like that would be like. Early '80s, I think. Late '70s, early '80s. 1979. <laughs> Man, I bet you. If you, if you have like a mint condition Atari 2600, it'll be like worth thousands. It's worth a pretty penny for sure. I was at a used game store like near my place, and like they had a original, like unopened N64 for like 250 something. Like it's pretty crazy. That's like the same price as a PS3 right now. Like yeah, no. retail new PS3. Yeah. I, it's unopened. It's, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Alright, let, let's move on to, to the Steve Jobs thing. Yeah. Oh, do you think it's. Okay, so my theory is that his cancer is back and that he can't, you know, uphold his duties anymore because he's got to go through treatment again. So he just he's just going to retire. He's pretty young. He's not even that old. But. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know if that'll make too much of a difference. I think it might be for the better because if we if that means Apple gets Flash, I don't know. That's that's, that's pretty attractive. Yeah, what I'm thinking is that like he knows that he can't fulfill his job, so he knows he he should uh, give it up to somebody else. No pun in, intended with his last name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, like I, I don't really know um, if if it really makes that much of a difference in the short run because like it's like when he went away when he was like ill and he 
left for a brief period of time. Like, day to day, it's not really going to change anything, right? They're not like, oh, we're going to stop manufacturing things. We're going to build the uh, iPhone 4 differently now, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's more or less the same. It's really where they go next that's really going to be, like, uh, that's where we'll see the true colors kind of, like, we'll, we'll see, like, a difference in, in, in their their product line or their their software or whatever. But the, the, the main thing right now is that, like, if, like, Tim Cook has has a lot of, I, I don't know what his uh, credentials are, but apparently he's, like, I don't know. He's he's done some pretty incredible things in the past. Like there there's this thing on uh, I don't know if it was on Reddit or if it was on Gizmodo, but like they were profiling him and they're saying like how he's like really well, let's, let's put it this way: he's really weird, kind of like Steve Jobs. So like maybe he has like the same you know the hand of God that like you know will predict the next big thing. But uh, really have to wait. Like you won't see anything for the next like year probably yeah probably see uh, like probably see the results down the road yeah from what i see right now apple will be fine even without steve jobs for at least the next few years from what i can see like the ipad he's probably got everything planned out right like when he left like this is what's going to come next yeah probably got yeah yeah, pretty much the iDevices will sell like mad like usual but innovation wise it's a bit of a apple I will ha- still have quality uh, products coming out, but you don't know where they're really headed right now without Steve Jobs. It's kind of a different boat they're sailing, you can kind of say. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it didn't really reflect on the prices. I think it's more or less the same. And I, I don't know. I don't... Like, like I said, it could be even better, right? Like, everybody says that kind of, like, Steve Jobs left. I, no one's going to buy Apple things. Like, what's the point of buying Apple now? Like, if Apple gets, like, it could get better. I think if Apple had Flash, it would be better. But some people disagree. Some people will say, like, oh, yeah. Flash is... Like, I don't know. I think Flash is really convenient. Like, you know, it's one of the big things with my iPhone. It's kind of an issue, but, yeah. Yeah, because there's, like, a lot of sites out there... If you want to visit them, they have Flash, and iPhone cannot handle it right now. Yeah, anything Apple can't handle it. And that's, it's purely because of Steve Jobs. Like, that was his thing. Like, he doesn't want to do Flash. So maybe, like, now they can incorporate Flash. I'm just saying, like, that's one of the biggest things. Like, like it's one of the biggest it's like issues fully, I have. Like, the, har- the hardware is fully capable of it. Like, I have a Galaxy S, which runs For- Android. And I know yeah. it's a totally different OS, but it has like similar enough specs to the iPhone that we know it can handle Flash. I'm pretty sure your phone is better than the iPhone. I played around with it. I remember I showed like you showed me the, yeah. the your phone when you first got it. It like basically destroys my phone. So like, and it's, I have an iPhone four. So yeah, specs wise, I think the iPhone four can handle at least basic Flash. Oh, it, it can handle sure. it for sure, right? Like crappier phones can handle Flash. Yeah. But, it's just they don't want to, right? or Steve Jobs didn't want it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about uh, releases, uh, Gears of War three is pretty much the biggest title we can s- that uh, one of the bigger titles that are coming out for the three sixty in the next few weeks. I think it has a release date of the, the September twentieth. Definitely looking forward to that, even though I haven't completed uh, Gears 1 and 2 right now, which are on my huge list of backlog. 
Yes. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Marcus has this shelf with, like, a huge stack of games that, like, he says he's going to go through. I need but, like, to he just doesn't have the time. So <laughs> you yeah. got, like, three, three like, you got, like, three shelfholds of games. You probably have, haven't worked your way through the first, like, half shelf. I probably have about 20 games on the shelf. That doesn't yeah, include okay. handhelds that need yeah, to get it, through. Like 20, yeah, 20, like, you know, like, Xbox 360 PS3 games. And Wii games. Like, oh, yeah, and some Wii games, up yeah. to about 20 games right now I need to get through. And, yeah, I gotta get through those games. And there, there's, like, probably at least two or three RPGs in there that I need to get through as well. Yeah, so those, quite, they, they take a long yeah, time, man. Quite but, but Gears, Gears okay, so, like, going back to Gears, like, it's, it's, it's kind of sad, like, that this is the biggest release coming out in the fall. You know, like, it's, 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 there should be more games, like, there should be other titles coming out, but it's kind of like right now we're in that phase where nothing major is being released for the PS3 or Xbox 360 because they're just kind of waiting for either holiday season to roll around or for the release of... Their new uh, systems. Yeah, well, the new, yeah, the new system, whatever they go with, you know. But, but like, from now till Christmas, like, I, I was just looking, like, even with Nintendo, right? It's There's, like, dry. nothing. It's, like, It's been dry. so dry this year for Nintendo, man. I know. It's like it's so bone dry. Like Gears, I, I'm not saying Gears of War is not a not a good game. It's a fantastic. I'm sure it's going to be great. Like the first two were pretty awesome, but like you know, you're not going to see like an original title that that's actually good that's going to be released in the next half year. Okay, maybe not half year, but like the next like four months. months. Yeah. yeah right? Like like nothing from all three of them, right? Like not even like none of them. They're just waiting for Christmas. They're waiting for next year. Or Not whatever. even Nintendo of America, man. Right now, it's <laughs> so freaking dry. There's like three games that they could have released here that they that they haven't even bothered to release here. Xenoblade, The Last Story, and Pandora's Tower. Those three games, like two of them already released in Europe, and yeah. Pandora's Tower is uh, still hasn't been released yet, but at least those two should be released here in North America. Yeah. I, right now, I have a copy of, a European copy of Xenoblade just sitting on my shelf, collecting dust, because I need to figure out a way to get it to work on my North American Wii right now. Uh, didn't you hack it? Like, can't you... I, yeah, I have a disc loader on it, but it's not letting me play it right now, so I need to figure out another way to get it to work, basically. Dang. Well... I mean, like, the, the 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 reality is, if you're a gamer, and like you you've 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 been playing all the games in the last couple of years, all the releases, uh, there's really nothing out for you right now. Like, you gotta try to go back and try to find some like greatest hits or whatever. Try to try to burn some time on those. But like, there's nothing that's coming out that's worth buying, in my opinion, in the next couple of months. Gear, okay, to be honest, even Gears of War 3, I don't know. If you have Gears of War 1 and 2 and you haven't finished playing them, I don't know if it's worth your while. It's more or less going to be the same game. Yeah, it's just but, more... Yeah. Just finishing off the storyline is pretty much Basically, what Gears well, I mean, 3 yeah. is. I mean, unless you're like heavy on Gears, but like yeah. for the most part, it's not going to be groundbreaking. Like, we original titles. Like I hate how like every game now basically has a 1, 2, and 3 and then like has some like, special edition and anthology. So like... All they do is they just, like, in, in a year, you'll basically get, like, four or five games that are actually good. And then, like, basically once you get them, you just get their sequels, and you won't get anything original for, for a while. 
Right? Not yeah. that the sequels aren't good, but it's just not as entertaining. You talk about talking about entertainment. Uh, the, there was a recent PS3 drop, a uh, price drop from uh, 300 bucks down to 250 now. Uh, it's definitely uh, looking like the PS3 is on its way out, like the other two systems, since there's been price drops all around us for the Wii and the 360, like within the last like 10 to 18 months. Yeah, like well, we talked about this like when you got back, like the uh, the the fifty dollar price drop is kind of peculiar because it like it, it's not a it's not a particularly stable price point. Normally, yeah. you'll see like a hundred dollar price drop or a similar or, or like a bundle offering, but like in this case, it's two fifty, and and like both of us pretty much. Uh, are in agreement that uh, it's going to drop to one ninety nine. But like, come holiday it, season. If it's or, not by holiday season, definitely by March, it's going to be down to two hundred bucks for sure. So for anyone that doesn't have a PS three, it might be smart to wait a little bit. Since if you haven't got one by now, there's like might as well stock up on games and get one la- a little later, and you've saved yourself uh, the cost of basically one game that you would otherwise have. Uh, might not have bought. Yeah, and it really, I mean, you're not missing out on anything, to be honest. If you haven't played the PS3 for, like, since it came out or whatever, just hold off for another, like, year, and you can get it for real cheap. And and by then, you'll have, like, just collect the titles that go on greatest hits right now. It's, uh, a lot of titles are dropping right now, so it's yeah, like, like, you can get PS3 games for, like, $19.99 or $29.99 or whatever. For, like, quality titles are out there already. Yeah, like, titles that used to be, like, top of the line. Yeah, like, 50 60 $70 games. Or, like, yeah. literally that, that's, the, that's the good thing about, like, price drops, because, or, like, greatest hits. Because, like, PlayStation 2, a lot of those top titles were made into greatest hits, and then it instantly became affordable for people. For everyone, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah talking about games, uh, there were 10 free any. NES games that were dropped uh, a day early, surprisingly, for 3DS Ambassadors. Right now, uh, it's like, I think it includes uh, Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Metroid, Yoshi, Ice Climbers, Balloon Fight, and a couple others that I can't remember on the top of my head. Uh, I think these games are definitely great titles to like revisit and stuff, but like, it kind of sucks that after the like eighty dollar price drop that they push out these games, I'd rather see the three D S starting off at like two hundred bucks or something instead of the two fifty it started off at. And release these games for everyone for Nintendo to profit off of. Which I think would make a lot more sense. But like like okay, so essentially this is just constellation for Nintendo screwing us over as early adopters because pretty much like ten free games and the follow up with whatever a total of I think twenty five games is it twenty or twenty five games Some, it, somewhere in the it, ballpark it, of twenty it's to not worth games. it's not worth eighty dollars right yeah. and secondly like I don't want those games I, I wouldn't pay eighty dollars for those games I might not want one or two of them in which case I'll download them or whatever for like you know five ten dollars or whatever they they charge. 
like a DSiWare or whatever. Yeah. But, but but I mean to charge it, it basically forces you like they give you eighty bucks or you they take your eighty dollars and then they give you like a bunch of games that some of them are good, some of them you probably will never play. Yeah. So it, it's it's I mean definitely they didn't plan this from the start, but it's 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 not a good deal. Like I don't think it's a good deal, and right. and uh, I I really think I mean they should just they should release some like real titles for ambassadors, right? Like they should give us or give us ex- exclusivity for like you know like early release on like Mario Kart or like a free copy of Mario Kart or Smash yeah. Brothers or something, right? Like. If you give us a free copy of a real game where it's like worth forty bucks, then like I might feel better about it. Yeah, or like, like give like I know this probably is hard to implement, but like store credit for like their eShop credit for like forty bucks or something to yeah, a bit of a yeah. consolation. So yeah. the early adopters can at least choose what they want to download and release those what were the ambassador games as like uh, any other NES like virtual console game yeah well I mean it, it, was, it was a pretty bad move for them to do the price drop so fast because like yeah, not even online, the, uh, online across the board there has not been a single like forum or website where they've said good job Nintendo they've all said like whoa like this is a horrible move and they're going to lose a lot of fans and, and certainly the uh, the games, the free games, are not enough to make up for the the early price drop. And uh, but but you know it's it's at the end of the day we'll see what happens. I mean they said the 3DS Ambassadors program is going to continue. So if if we're only going to get those 20 games, it's not worth it. But maybe down the road they'll they'll add something more. You know maybe. Yeah. But uh, until I see something, I'm not really happy with what they did. I don't think it's it's certainly not worth the eighty dollars. That's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely something that uh, Nintendo should have uh, thought a little more clearly about before releasing the 3DS at a two hundred and fifty dollar price point and then dropping eighty dollars within half a year. Which, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. It's it's, uh, it's yeah, it's a pretty bad move. And 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 this this actually plays into the PlayStation Vita because uh, like it's it's release price remember like how we predicted yeah. it was gonna be like four hundred, five hundred bucks and then yeah. it turned out to be like four hundred bucks. Yeah, or like, like two fifty or whatever. Two fifty for the Wi Fi model. Yeah. It's, it's for like the... it's essentially it's it's superior hardware yeah. to the three D S, no doubt. And uh, the price is more or less the same or it was. Right? So clearly I mean one sixty nine ninety nine is apparently the cost of a three D S. So they're selling it at cost, but uh, actually, uh, the cost for 3DS, like at par, is closer to like hundred, hundred and ten dollars. So they're still oh, so making, it's not even. They're still making profit. Then. They're making like sixty dollars profit on this at least. Okay, I heard that. Okay, so I originally thought that they cut the price down to cost because it wasn't selling well. But I guess they're still making profit. No, they're still making so, profit. No, That's I want to say like the yeah. PS Vita, right? It has like superior technology. It's probably There's a better some, value yeah. for the 250. Well, from what I'm thinking, uh, Sony's probably selling the PS Vita at loss and recouping some of the costs through software sales later down the road. Yeah, they like but, to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but Nin- Nintendo's uh, policy is to sell every piece of hardware and profit from it. They did that with yep. the Wii. And yep. the DS as well, and they were 
it was a, at a good price point for those two consoles. But at 250 for the 3DS, I don't think it was a great uh, price point for it. So this price drop was needed, but I don't think it was well timed at, at all. Or yeah, they should have had it had it at like two hundred dollars, and yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. anyone would complain about it as much than yeah. like two fifty and then a eighty dollar price drop. Not even literally like five months in, four or five yeah. months in. Well, it's very fast, and and moreover, it not only screws over people like us that bought the three DS, but there are people that bought the DSi for one seventy nine. Yeah. And then now, like, they could have gotten the 3DS for $10 less, which is, like, it's, like, a big slap in the face. But, you know, Nintendo screwed up royally. I mean, no one's going to, basically, no one, whatever they come out with next, like the Wii U or whatever, yeah, no one's going to pre-order that. Because everybody's going to speculate they're going to drop the price four months in. So, yeah, it's, this... it's, 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 it's a whole, I don't know who, like, why would you do this? It's, like, you're, you're most loyal fans, they're going to screw you over. And so, like, now, I don't know how it's going to handle, but apparently the outlook for uh, the, the coming consoles from Nintendo are not so good. Uh, personally, I don't really care what the outlook is. I just want... Everybody, everybody already knows this, but I just want Smash Brothers on the 3DS and Mario Kart. Once I get that, I'm pretty complete. Yeah, Talking about complete, uh, Star Fox 64 3D got bumped up two days from September 11th, which is your typical uh, Sunday release from uh, Nintendo. And uh, it's bumped up to the 9th on the Friday, for obvious reasons, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, nobody wants to do a, do a release on September 11th, but... yeah. I- Honestly, I don't know if that'll really make a difference. That probably might make a difference because, like, little kids, I want to buy it. Their parents won't drive them because they're at home, like, crying about it. But, like, I, I don't know if it's, if it's you know, if it's that sensitive, especially to, like, gamers. Because, I mean, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it, they're unrelated. It's not like a video game killed people or whatever. But, like... It's kind of unrelated, but yeah, you, know, you understand why people don't want to host like parties or whatever on nine eleven. Yeah, it's. But, uh, I think it's yeah, it would more... suck if your birthday was nine eleven. But like, yeah. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's I more out of. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I think it's more out of respect than anything else from Nintendo that they yeah. did their their traditional Sunday release for that day. Yeah, but again, like. Okay, what do you think? How do you think Star Fox is going to do? Think it's going to be popular? Think it's going to go okay? Or if it's just going to flop? I don't think it'll flop entirely. I think it'll be, it'll do all right among amongst its fans that like Star Fox and flights. That have played it, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you think it's going to do well? Uh, it's hard to say with the remakes. Really, it depends on the franchise. Really. I don't think uh, Star Fox will really take off for uh, sales, but it'll do well enough to still have the franchise around for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm more or less in agreement. It's, it's not going to be a top tier game. It's going to be like, it's going to be good for people that like I played it before, you've played it before, yeah. and like so we'll play it and we'll think, oh yeah, it's like it's good and it's an improvement over whatever, like whatever was on the N64 before, but. To grab, like, new fans, like the kids that are, I don't know, like, 10, 12 years old now, like, 
it's just, it's, it's going to suck for them. They're not, they're, I don't think they're going to be very much, they're not going to be into it. There's just better options. So, like, yeah. well, maybe, maybe not on the 3DS, but, like, there are better options in terms of these kinds of games. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to do that well, but, uh, oh, is it going to be full price? It's a full price game. It's going to be, like, $40, $50 game or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If you're going to pay full price, stick with Zelda. And if you have Zelda, get, like, I don't know, Street Fighter. Or, like, save up for uh, Mario Kart 7. Yeah. And yeah, that game's going to kill it. But <laughs> Yeah, on the topic of uh, re-releases, uh, Zelda Four Swords on the DSi and 3D... For DSi, where it's uh, supposed to launch later this month, and if you don't know, it's totally free. Yep. It's uh oh, is it DSiWare? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's DSiWare, which is available on your 3DS as well. Is it called DSiWare? What is it called? Like 3DSware? It's it's under DSiWare, so it is available on the 3DS. Cause oh, okay, okay. There's the eShop there as well. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, true fans will already have Four Swords, but if you don't have it, now's a great time to pick it up. Just download it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I think I have mine somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's always good that if they, if they offer it for free, people will download it. More people will get it on Zelda, probably increase the sales of other Zelda games. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think with the release of like all these uh, these remakes, I think one of the biggest issues is really sort of if I've played it before, I don't know if I'm so excited to play it again. Like it's it's kind of like I don't know. I, I want to play something new and kind of move on, but yeah, it's, uh... it's, there's too many remakes, right? Like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the movies too, right? There's like a lot of remakes in movies now, but. Yeah, like, like there's uh, quite a few recently. Like, I think uh, Conan just came out this summer as well, which is another. Yeah. One. Well, they're yeah they're Conan. They're remaking all of the Spider Mans. Like, Spider Man just they just like it just came out a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And so they're gonna remake it again this time, like with but it's gonna be like Peter Parker in high school. But <laughs> so like. I don't know, there's a lot of remakes, and, and I think the problem, the main thing with the remake is, like, you kind of know what's going to happen, and in this case, it's it's a, you will, you actually know exactly what's going to happen with Four Swords, because you played it before, but, um, yeah, I don't know, remakes main, are just yeah. kind of, there's too many, like, it's good to have a couple, right, but, like, if everything that comes out is a remake of something else, it's like, you kind of know what's going to happen, Pretty there's much. no suspense, you lose the story, but, yeah. I guess it appeals to fans. Probably yeah. sell really well too. On the topic of Zelda, it finally has a release date of uh, November twentieth this year, and there is a bundle for it as that includes the orchestrated uh, or the twenty fifth anniversary CD and the Wiimote Plus, Golden Wiimote Plus, which is basically an extra ten bucks for the bundle, which I think is worth it for. The limited edition CD and the Wiimote Gold Wiimote Plus. Yeah, well, I thought it was pretty awesome. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely a good deal, especially if you need another controller. But uh, you, you got—I don't know—is it limited? Like, 
I don't know if it's actually going to be a short short supply. It's probably yeah. Well, there should be enough supply, but the CD and is only like a limited edition run. And okay, so yeah, like in a yeah. couple of years, we won't be able to get it. But yeah, I mean, there's no need to pre-order or line up. Which, yeah, uh, and the Wii mode is also kind of like a limited edition run as well, like the Golden uh, Classic Controller Pro yeah, or yeah. Golden yeah, that it's came a, out yeah. about a year ago, yeah. I think. For, for those that haven't seen it, you can check it out on, like, I think our website has it. There's a picture of it. It looks pretty cool, and uh, yeah, it's definitely worth getting. Like, it's, the price is good. It's, it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's basically getting a Wii remote for ten bucks, which is a pretty good deal for anyone, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, so like, so Laffer in our chat room says that uh, the the Wii U would be uh, should be priced right, and and by priced right he means priced at three hundred at most, preferably at two fifty. What do you think about that? I think. Pricing at 300 would probably be the sweet spot for both uh, the consumer and for what consoles are usually go for, at least new ones. Because from what I remember, the Wii originally launched for 270 here in Canada, so so probably about 250 in the states when okay. it originally so like, came out. So like, like my my thing with the whole Wii U is not so much the price of the console, but the price of the controllers, because because it was because uh, it was like okay, so the controller has like a touchscreen and all that. It, it looks really expensive. So like I figure if the controllers are like a hundred bucks each, right? The console needs to be like really dirt cheap to make it work, right? Because I want to I want to have yeah. my friends over and play, so I'm gonna have four controllers well, the and, thing and a console is, is... deep. Yeah, the thing is, you only have one of those controllers that have the screen that can connect to your oh, Wii U. The other controllers don't have screens? No, it's like, the thing is, like, all the other three controllers that you can connect at the same time can have up to four control, can have up to four Wii modes connected to it. Or three Wii modes plus that new, uh, Wii Pad thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but. But you don't don't you need the screen for some games? Uh, not necessary. Really? Okay. It's kind of like so in that uh, case, it's, it's just a console plus Wii modes, right? Yeah. So basically, from what I understand, that Wii Pad thingy is basically another thing that you can add on top of the Wii modes that you have connected to so your system. So you can't buy Wii the 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 Wii Mat thing separately, right? I think you can replace it separately, but I have no idea if they're going to sell it at retail stores. So. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, three hundred would be would be reason. Three two fifty three hundred would be about right for the whole thing. And if they had extra, or if you need extra controllers, I mean, they should be a reasonable price, not like you know, hundred bucks or seventy bucks or whatever. But. Uh, I would be looking about sixty to eighty bucks for that. Uh. We like remote plus the screen, because from what I remember, the remote when it came out cost about forty, forty to forty-five bucks plus tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Laffer confirms what you've said. So it's uh, 
one of the new controllers to this to the Wii U. So, so it, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that works though. But if if it's just one, and if if that's how they they design all their games, so if that if it works for all their games, that's fine. But uh, if you need everyone to have one of those screens, it, it's gonna be pretty pricey. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we were, we were looking at that one at E3 when it like debuted, and it just like it was like, man, this thing's gonna be crazy expensive. But so uh, first thought was like, holy crap, that looks cool. Second thought, holy crap, my wallet's gonna bleed. It's like like holy crap, bring your own controllers, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's like I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like when way back when the N64 was out, and the N64 controller was so expensive. So like, like when you go over to your friend's place, you like you you bring your N64 controller, <laughs> or like you you basically bring a controller because then you you don't have to like have one guy that buys like you know, four or five controllers. Yeah. Because it was like really pricey. Like N64 controller, if you buy the original one, it was like half the price of the console at one point. When like the, the console had a price drop. The controller didn't have a price drop, so the controller was like thirty nine ninety nine or something, and the console was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And it was like it's almost half the price, right? So it's, it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, original controllers, as we know, is very expensive. Yeah. But it's worth it. Is <laughs> even if they sometimes give you blisters. Yeah. Well, no, it's worth it. It's better than yeah. the generic stuff. Like, like, like I have a lot of different types of controllers, especially for the GameCube. But yeah. the original one is always uh, always top notch. Yeah, it's just better quality, lasts longer. It's pricier though, but yeah, it's especially if uh, you tend to drop it or throw it. Or throw it in a fish tank. We've had <laughs> yeah, funny story is that uh, one of the our uh, podcasters actually got really pissed off at a game, threw it into a fish tank by accident, let it dry out for like three or four days, and it worked better than before. Yeah, so like before apparently it was like a it's been used pretty hard like as a GameCube controller, uh, and then apparently uh, after it had a dip in the water and dried out, it started working like new. <laughs> so it, uh, apparently that's how you fix your controller. But it, uh, did it kill his fish? He killed his fish in the process. Yes, it killed his fish. <laughs> so yeah. either it's the fish juice inside the his <laughs> fish tank or the fish. The soul of the poor dead fish is now living in his GameCube controller. I don't know, man, but his fish basically got just got knocked out from the controller hitting, throwing it into the fish tank. But, like, yeah. Original controllers, for almost always, they're almost always better. Although some of the new ones now, like the Mad Cats or Logitech one that they made the uh, they made for the Xbox, is, uh, I don't know, it might be better, like, the way they designed it, but... yeah. It's like, from what I find, it's like, the 360 controllers are kind of, like, spaced kind of odd for me, at least. For my hands, at least. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Some people like it because the uh, thumb control is easier. The, it's not like the PS2. Yeah. I, I don't know. I like the GameCube controller the best. That's that's just me. Yeah, that's but... the, probably the most comfortable controller for me right now. Although, yeah. if I was to change the 360 one, I would tried to adjust the thumbsticks a little to a little bit of a better position for me because it's like one of them's off way up there it's like it's kind of awkward for yeah. me to reach yeah I don't know I, I, I'm not into the PS2 
controllers or the Xbox ones. They're just okay for me. The one that I like is the GameCube one. I, it's just more comfortable. Probably because I played, like, hours and hours of Smash on it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you have any more topics? I think we're... we're I think we're, we're done all for done for week. today. For tonight. We're done for this week. Yes. Yeah. Kind of a shorter podcast. Wish we yep. could have uh, stayed a bit longer, though. Yeah. Oh, we wish we'd have had more people, but uh, yeah. a lot of people had to back out because we had to push back because uh, it's some stuff to do. Oh, how was the move? Was it smooth? Uh, yeah, I had to help my sister move back in. Everything went pretty smoothly, besides uh, slightly chilly fall weather that is rolling in. Yeah, yeah. Also, oh, oh, so, so she had to take your car, right? No, we just dropped her off at uh, basically at a res, and that's pretty much it. Oh, okay. So just just moving back after the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, we lost in the process. We've lost uh, lost quite a few people, but uh, it's okay. We'll have them on next time, and we'll have uh, probably a longer podcast. And it certainly won't be as long because Marcus is in town, which means yeah. we'll be casting. Yep. And uh, don't forget to check out our web uh, our website at brokenfuse.com. Uh, we try to write uh, as often as we can when something does come up. And uh, you can always find us on Twitter at broken underfuse dot uh, broken underscore fuse which is our username, and we will see you next time.